and welcome to Labors in the Harvest with Kevin Folger. This podcast is a weekly conversation about the gospel and the work that God is doing through those who labor for him. Kevin Folger, your host, is a man with over four decades of ministry experience. For 41 years, he served on the pastoral staff of Cleveland Baptist Church in Cleveland, Ohio. He currently serves as a North America Director of Spiritual Leadership Asia, a ministry that assists those endeavoring to preach the gospel and plant Baptist churches in the 1040 window with a particular focus on Asia. Now here's Kevin with this week's Labors in the Harvest podcast. And we want to welcome you today to this uh, another episode of uh, Labors in the Harvest podcast. And uh, if you're a first-time listener or, or someone who has uh, been with us on a regular basis, we want to welcome you back to today's podcast. Uh, we're excited to uh, welcome to our uh, into our podcast today uh, a young man. I say young. Anybody that's younger than me is young. <laughs> and uh, Pastor Jake Gersmuff is uh, a young man that. Uh, is pastoring now in a place called Homer, Alaska, at the Homer Independent Baptist Church. And uh, my relationship with Brother Jake, Pastor Jake, and his family goes back a long ways. But I've been here this week, and uh, of course we're pre-recording this, and so uh, it's a little bit of a time between the time we we record and the time this airs. But I've been here this week doing a missions conference at the Homer Independent Baptist Church. So it's been a great joy to see uh, this place, beautiful part of the world, uh, Pastor Jake, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. It's it's a pleasure to be here, and glad that I could be a part of this podcast. It's been a great week uh, having missions conference and having uh, Pastor Folger here preaching it, and uh, brought back many memories uh, when we were in their church back in two thousand four to two thousand eight. So, uh, what a joy it was to have them here this week, and it's good for uh, our church here to connect and and and. Uh, uh, spend some time with uh, Pastor Folger, but uh, glad to be here. Well, we're, it's been a joy for us, for, for me, is, is, uh, to be a part of this. So let's talk a little bit about the journey, because that's what Labors and the Har- yeah. Harvest is. It's really just telling people stories. And um, so um, you and your wife, and at that point when you walked into the Cleveland Baptist Church in 2004, there were just two little girls, and while you're there, God gave you a third daughter. And uh, so, um, but as I recall your story, you and Amanda met in high school. Is that right? Amanda's your wife. Yes, yes. My wife's Amanda, and uh, we were high school sweet, sweethearts, and neither one of us grew up in a Christian home, but uh, uh, God being sovereign and everything uh, brought us together in high school and, and uh, dated in high school. And, and after uh, I was a junior, she was a sophomore, and, and, uh, but when I graduated, uh, graduated from high school, I went off into the Army, and Amanda had one more year. Of of college or of high school and and uh, after that year in the army, uh, I went back and and we got married and that really started our life together. Uh, I was 19 years old and she was 17 years old. Three days before her 18th birthday and uh, and uh, and it would have been um, so at that time neither one of us were were saved. But and I can kind of go back a little bit and how God. Uh, had been working in my life uh, when I was a senior in high school. I, I was my, my folks were divorced, and I was really uh, struggling a little bit about really my purpose in life. And I was uh, I had even asked the question to my wife about about 
how, how a person gets to heaven, how a person knows God. And, and she said, be a good person and go to church. And that was what I heard over and over again. But uh, but went off into the army, and it was while I was in the army, it was the first time I had heard the gospel. And I, is that something we get into sure, a little absolutely. bit later? No, well, no, let's just talk about it okay. now. So, so you went into the army, was somebody that you uh, were serving with that uh, knew Christ, or how'd that happen? Well, what ended up happening was, uh, so I joined, joined the army, and I go to basic training in Fort Leonardwood, Missouri, and one of the first things that happened was I got off the bus, and of course, the drill sergeant's are yelling at you, but there was Gideons there handing out New Testaments, and I, I grabbed, I got one, and, and I started reading it, but also, uh, that was one part of it, but another part of it was, during the first week uh, of in-processing, uh, there was a college, Bible Baptist uh, College there in Springfield, Missouri, and, and, and students came on, and they took prayer requests and, and, and shared the gospel, and that was the first time that I had heard the gospel, and, and I thought, Whatever they have seems real, and God used that greatly in my life. Uh, uh, I didn't get saved there, but I started reading my New Testament Bible that I got from the Gideons throughout boot camp. Um, and then I got out of basic training and went to my first unit in Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, and, and really uh, wasn't going to church and was kind of just going back to my normal ways of you know partying and different things like that. But did that year and then went back and married Amanda. And again, at that point, neither one of us of us was saved but after getting married five months into our marriage there i am 19 she's 18 i get orders for south korea and it was over there where there was a missionary outside our military base that uh, was handing out gospel trash god's simple plan of salvation and i i kept getting them and getting them i put them in my drawer and i'd read them and and it was god's word was just speaking to me i finally went to church uh probably after a few months and and the pastor got up and, and he said, if you lied to your mo- mom, that's enough for God to send you to hell. And it was the Holy Spirit just spoke to me about my need for Christ. He said, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I trusted Jesus Christ and my heart changed. I mean, my I, I desired for the things of God at that point. I mean, not all my actions changed, but the desire was there. And that was when I was born again and came to know the Lord. Well, that's an interesting story. I uh, I going back to the years when I was in Bible college. And, of course, I went to Baptist Bible College in Springfield, Missouri. And my wife and I, uh, when we, uh, after we got married, after our first year of college, we uh, joined a church, the High Street Baptist Church in Springfield. And High Street had that Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri uh, ministry uh, that once a month they take a group of, uh, a lot of them be single college-age students, go up and hold a hold a uh, service, but some of the married couples went as well. And so we went a few times up there for those uh, services. And of course, they'd march the young men in who were in basic training. And uh, whether it was in the field house, sometimes it was an open field, and somebody'd stand up, and of course, there'd be some good music, and somebody'd stand up and preach the gospel and give an invitation. And many folks would yeah. either come forward or raise their hand that were trusting Christ, and someone would deal with them. That's great. Now, there's another church in uh, Lebanon, Missouri, uh, that has a, a program to Fort Leonard, what it's called the Free Day Away Program. And they run buses up there, at least they were doing that, and bringing the, the uh, young recruits down to their church, uh, fixing a home-cooked meal, uh, letting them do some activities, and then giving them an opportunity to receive Christ. And so hundreds and thousands of, of service personnel have been saved through ministries like that. And that's great. And then we talk about a, a missionary uh, that's there on a foreign field that uh, is outside of a military installment. That's right. And just being faithful in God just honors that. So again, that's just a great story. So that's where you got to say it was in Korea. That is, yeah. that is correct. And, yeah. and one thing about handing out tracks, I know people get discouraged. You think nothing happens with the track. I probably got 15 tracks before I went to that church. Wow. 
And, uh, and so I always encourage the folks here, you know, if you hand one to a person, continue, sure. continue, continue God's work. Well, that's, that's a, that's a great incentive, a great yeah. encouragement. So, uh, did Amanda also get saved there? So what happened at that point, um, you know, when we, our first year of marriage, we kind of realized we probably could have used some marriage counseling and we were, uh, not on the same page. She grew up in a good home, meaning moral. I grew up in a, a home where my folks were divorced and, and we just had different ideas, and I, 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 I remember I was talking at first year of marriage before I got saved, and I thought, you know, if our kids want to drink, our kids want to party, what's, what's the big deal as long as they do it with us? And, and she's like, what is, what, that, that, that's not normal. <laughs> and and uh, so when I got saved, I was excited to tell her because I knew she wanted me to go to church, and that's what she did. She went to church. And so I told her, I said, you know, I got saved, I got baptized, and, and she was excited about it, and and one of the first things that I did on our anniversary that uh, following my salvation, I, I sent her a couple's Bible. And, and oh, she then, wasn't in Korea. With she you. was not in, in Korea. Yeah, she was back okay. in Ohio. Okay. She was back in Ohio. And, and I was on a company there. And so, but when you know her background, she grew up in a very liberal church. They didn't read the Bible. Uh, they didn't talk about God. They just went to church. That's what good people do. And so when I sent that Bible to her, and I said, you know, we'll do devotions when I get home. She kind of thought there was something different about me. And then, and then you know, you fast forward. I was there for a year and a half, and I, 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 I got out of the Army, and I went back to Ohio and had been saved for eh, probably just under a year. And I started realizing really quickly, and I think she did too, that we still were not on the same page uh, because she was not saved. Uh, she was a moral person. Mm-hmm. And so there was still a, she basically thought I went very extreme mm-hmm. into religion. And, and so what happened was I was out of the, the army for six months. I was working. She was working. We were both going to school. And I said, I want to go back in the military. And I said, I don't want to go back to the army. I don't want to. Uh, go back into long deployments. I said I want to join the Coast Guard, and that's what that's what I that's what I did. And I went and joined the Coast Guard. Six months out of getting out of the Army, went back to basic training, went through that again, and then we got our first duty assignment in North Carolina and Moorhead City. And I was searching. I wanted a church that preached the Bible, but I was not discipled. I didn't know a lot, and so we tried every church in that community, never agreeing on the same one. And so we were there for about a year, and then I, I end up in school in uh, Northern California, just outside San Francisco, and my wife comes, you know, she's there with me, and, and this Coast Guard wife invites her to church, and I said, let's go. I, I, I knew of them, I had seen them, and, and they just stood out to us, to me. And I said, let's go. And so we went, and it was a Sunday before Easter, and and uh, we go into the church, and the guy gets up preaching, and I'm like, this is the kind of church I was saved in. I just, you just know, it's the yeah. Spirit of God, yeah. uh, the preaching of the Word of God, and and in that service, uh, Amanda trusted the Lord as a Savior. She realized that she did not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. She realized that she thought it was about good works, and it was the first time that she realized she needed Jesus Christ, and she responded. And that just really changed the trajectory of our life and the course of our life, and it was like, we came together and we're on the same page in a lot of ways, and God just really began working our marriage. And we we left there and ended up in Connecticut. I was there for only about four months, and then we get stationed in Connecticut, and we start going to a church, a small church plant that met in a hotel conference room, Community Baptist Church, and the pastor, Pastor Tim Zacharias, discipled us for a year and a half, and we really got a foundation in that church and and just serving. 
And uh, it was from there that we, we were there for three years and then ended up in Cleveland Baptist Church. So uh, that name, Tim Zacharias, rings a bell with me. Is he, uh, is he now down at Pensacola Christian College? Yes, yeah. yes. I met him when I was down there preaching some time ago and uh, didn't realize there was a connection there. I think yep. maybe we did. I think yeah. we did remember that now that uh, we're talking about it. So then God brought you to Cleveland Baptist. That was in 2004. Yes. And uh, you were serving in the Great Lakes uh, the Coast Guard Station there that's in Cleveland. And there's, I think there's also a, some sort of other uh, federal. Um, it's a district office. You have a district office, a small boat station uh, there in Cleveland. Okay. I was in a district office in a federal building. Okay. All right. So um, as you're attending Cleveland Baptist, as I said, I remember you and Amanda coming in with the two little girls, and then Caitlin was born while we were there. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. So, so um, anyway, um, let's fast forward. So, how did God work in your life to call you to ministry? So it was there at Cleveland Baptist Church. We, you know, we start. We were in, in that church in Connecticut, small church, just getting going. And the pastor talked about different ministries. We end up in Cleveland Baptist Church, and in a church which has been established and had all types of ministry. And it really uh, came to you know we we realized what the pastor had been talking about back in Connecticut when he talked about all these ministries. Cleveland Baptist had a lot of them, and so we were excited and had a great opportunity to serve in different capacities. But it was during a missions conference there at Cleveland Baptist Church where. Uh, God was just working a man in, in, in my life uh, at the same time. And we went forward. And, and it was a simple response to the invitation, but it was about surrender. Give your life to, to God and, and just, just you know, basically, you know, give him the blank check and just let him fill it in. And, 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 and that was our heart. And, and I didn't know if it was ministry. I didn't know exactly what it was. But I knew, and I, we just responded and said, Lord, whatever you'd, whatever you'd have us to do in our life, were available and you know our heart and you're at a missions conference and you're thinking uh you're thinking i'm gonna be on a mission field and really i think that was our thought like let's get out of the coast guard and let's go and and, and go to bible college or, or whatever it would be and and at that point i had no bible college or any of that and um uh, well, I had taken some classes, but but very little. But at that point, uh, that's kind of the direction that we thought. And and so I remember even in our kitchen talking about it, and we said, whatever God would have us to do, I'll, we'll get out of the Coast Guard. And Amanda was like on board. And so I made an appointment to talk with Pastor Folger about it and went in there and kind of just shared my heart and, you know, being a pastor with, with some years and some experience and and seeing this young man who who – had had no Bible training, you know, was a young Christian, was enthusiastic and, and everything. And, and he saw that I was at you know, 10 or 12 years in the military. And, and one of his things was, was uh, I, really, he, he said, cold the jets a little and, and encouraged me to do Bible college. And, and that's what I did and serve in the ministry of the local church. Because I think sometimes, uh, especially young people, you know, they want the action now. Mm-hmm. And they don't want the preparation. Right. And they think that life is just going to pass them by, but the preparation is part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, and even after that conversation, for me, going back to Amanda, it was kind of disappointing because we thought, you know, just plug us in. We're ready. We're, you know, we're available. Isn't this how God works? And, and, and you, cannot, you, can, you cannot miss the value of preparing and serving in your local church and really, that's the pattern that you see in the Word of God in a lot of sure. ways. Yeah. And so that's what that's what ended up happening. We just served. So I think, as I recall the conversation we had together, part of it is you had so much time in, and I thought, man, if you could finish your career, uh, obviously, specifically, if you wanted to go do church planning, 
you know, the government would give you a, a uh, basically retirement mm-hmm. and uh, you'd still be fairly young to be able to do that. And they could also pay for your schooling in some respects, right? Is that- yeah, and that's exactly right. Uh, exactly. The case, you know, I was 30. I thought I was old at that point. And I thought, <laughs> no, I think I wait till I'm 40. I'm, how can God use a 40-year-old now, 42? <laughs> but no, uh, uh, but that's exactly right. And what, what ended up happening was... From there, I enrolled in Bible college and did it online. And, and with the military, they paid for every dime of it. Yeah. They paid for every dime. I was able to serve in the local church, and, and it was wise counsel. Yeah. I mean, to get an education and, and, and the federal government to pay for it, and I'm raising a family and I'm working. Yeah. God, God works in everybody's uh, life differently. Everybody has a different story. Sure. Uh, the important thing is to seek God, trust God, commit your way on to God, and He brings those things to pass sure. and not get ahead of God. Yeah. Well, and I think uh, as I look at the situation when you guys did get out and you finished, and of course uh, you were ended up at uh, Valley Forge Baptist Temple. That's correct where uh, Pastor Scott Wendell's the pastor there, and that's a good church, and you guys had like four years there, I think, and so mm-hmm. it, it enabled you to see a couple different ministries right. as you're traveling through the, uh, the um, military career. So then when you finish, you know, and um, God burned your heart for Alaska, is that correct? That's right. Uh, so we, we left Ohio, went to Maine, spent a couple years in Maine. I was on a Coast Guard cutter. Then from there, we went to Kodiak and spent four years in Kodiak, and, uh, and then... Uh, uh, from from Kodiak after four years, this was in 2014, we got stationed in Philadelphia, did my last four years there uh, with uh, in Philadelphia Valley Forge Baptist Temple. One of the things that you had mentioned, and and, and as far as the military, that I found was valuable for us going to the ministry, and, and everybody has a different story. We, we saw a lot of different ministries. We saw church plants. We saw small churches. We saw churches in Alaska. We saw city churches. We saw all kinds of things pastors with different personalities and and one of the things i came away with that is a deep appreciation for valuing the word of god valuing truth but not getting hung up on personalities Mm -hmm. and those other things which sometimes i think we can elevate above above truth and and seeing that god works differently in different ministries and he puts people in places uh for a specific purpose to reach those people and 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 we learned that in the military traveling around and being a part of different uh churches but one of the things, and so there I am in Kodiak for four years, and we loved Alaska. We loved Kodiak. Um, made warrant officer, and that was one of the things. That was something I never anticipated in the, the Coast Guard, but God allowed that to happen. And uh, then ended up going to Philadelphia. And as a warrant officer, one of the things, you hit 20 years, and a lot of times the Coast Guard asks you to retire, but when you make warrant officer, that buys you another 10 years. And We're going to interrupt Jake's story at this point to um, just go ahead and wrap up today's episode. Uh, my guest today has been Jake Gearsmoff. Jake is the pastor of the Homer Independent Baptist Church here in Homer, Alaska. This is Kevin Folger. I am your host for Labors in the Harvest podcast. I hope that you'll join us again next week when we'll pick up the second part of Jake's story. And again, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, we'd ask that you'd take a moment to like and share it. Um, Please feel free to drop us a a note. Um, Go to our website, send me an email. Uh, You know, I'm available on Twitter, uh, on 
Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, you can find us in those places. Our website, kevinfolger.com, has a lot of information. So please feel free to go there. And uh, again, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, again, it'd be great if you could leave us a review on one of the uh, podcast uh, places so that others can find this and find it helpful. Thank you again. And we hope that you'll join us again next Tuesday when we drop the next episode of Labors in the Harvest podcast. Thanks for listening. We hope that you've been encouraged by today's podcast. If you've been helped, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Please feel free to leave us a comment and or a rating. If you'd like more information about Kevin Folger, please visit his website, kevinfolger.com. We invite you to join us next time with more conversations with Kevin and his guests as they tell their story of being laborers in the harvest. Thank you.